Hello, and I'm Aya Abbas, a marketing consultant who specialises in all things built environment. I launched my podcast series, Marketing in Times of Crisis, in July this year, and I've now published 13 episodes. It's been an amazingly fun project for me to do, and I've learned so much, and I've had some really inspiring conversations. Anyway, as it's coming to the end of the year and people are planning for 2021, I thought I'd take a chance to look back and reflect on the one tip that each of my guests suggested at the end of their episode. Hopefully this will provide you with some inspiration for the forthcoming year. So I've grouped them all together in terms of topics and themes. So here goes, so you get an idea of how they're collectively viewing things and hopefully will help you going forward. Firstly, if there ever was a buzzword for this year, the key one for my, in marketing terms has to be the word authenticity and purpose. Here's what my guests had to say about being true to yourself, starting with Rob Sargent and Rachel Bell, my first guests from Stride Chagaran. For me, it's thought authenticity is, is mine. Um, just you have to be absolutely authentic about what you're doing it's not something you make up it's not you you don't sit in a room and kind of come up with buzzwords and it's got to come from the heart um and it's got to be honest it would be my take on it rachel do you do you have anything you'd like to add to that no i I think that's a really good one the fact that you know be yourself be true to yourself um i think from my side you know there is a whole um take on sort of health and well-being and Absolutely. you know working together and actually you know we're going to see so many different um work thoughts over the next uh you know if not year um and beyond uh so the work sort of ecosystem developing between sort of home and hubs and offices and just then how you gather people together and yep. what what people then want to talk about and and how you talk about it so i think you know the fact that there will be potentially less big events there may be you know the odd kind of large gathering and actually you'll make more of it then and so for you know those need to be really thought through and um, considered because that's going to be the real value that people feel about get, getting together and connecting together at those opportunities yeah, yeah it's events with purpose isn't it you, if, if you're getting people together it's got to really go do you know what I really 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 want to go to that and I can see a benefit of, yeah. of being with others and therefore I will do everything I can I'm happy to do a bit of travel I'm and I think it yeah that's my other probably one I'd like to add is purpose um so authenticity purpose and flexibility I think is the why flexibility I, th- I think because you don't know what's going to happen um that's the other thing that that's we yeah, yeah, we might have a second <laughs> wave unknown. you know the unknown yeah. you know we are going to well there is an un- there is a known we are going to be leaving europe at the end of the year as well so um there are all sorts of cards at play uh, you know we need another half an hour for that. <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> who knows what's around the next corner then on to episode three with helen gavor from gkr scaffolding 
just be authentic. It's, um, you know, the, it, people see through marketing messages and particularly at, at this time. And I think, you know, there's there's a lot of evidence to, to prove that actually keeping your marketing and your communications going through difficult times um, does pay dividends. It's, I mean, the, the uh, economic recession we had back in 2008, I was on the different side of the fence and I was working in media and advertising at that time. So I was on a slightly sort of different side of things, but we saw ad spend decrease. However, the brands that did continue to advertise did see the um, did did see that pay off over the next twelve months in terms of sales and 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 brand awareness and those sorts of things. So, so I think if you can find a way to be useful and relevant um, to you know to keep that presence up, but do it in yeah. an authentic way and and don't try and use this particular situation um, as a way of of leveraging yourself. And then on to Julia Nichols from Squire and Partners, who gives her take on authenticity for episode eight. I think I'm sort of uh, repeating myself, but it's still it's be authentic to the core values of your practice. So, yeah, look again and focus on what is true to your brand rather than following any press opportunity. And I know it's really hard at the moment because, you know, the, the market is tricky and, you know, everyone is fighting hard for every scrap of work that's going. But I think you've got to make sure that you're sticking to your core values and to see PR and comms as a natural extension of your organization and also the people within it. So don't force yourself to sort of fit somebody else's mold, you know, talk to people within your uh, company about, you know, what's what's essential to them, because the conversations and opportunities for editorial and thought leadership may well come out of those conversations Absolutely. you have internally. Um, and if you don't know them and share them, then you don't know what those opportunities are. And I would say as well, just keep keep your digital presence going, you know, throughout this whole period, digital has just, you know, become more important than ever. Um, and I think that even if you're, you feel like your projects and whatever are quite quiet, whatever you have, whether it's, you know, site photos, models that you've made, um, opinion pieces about things that are happening in the industry, are you taking inspiration from other places in the world or, you know, other what's happening in other cities or, um, you know, any, anything, any content that you can think of, um, look at other people's feeds, see what people are doing, because I think that, you know, you can stay engaged and have a, a sort of continuity of feed, even if yeah. you feel like, oh, we've only got five projects and we can't continuously talk about them. There'll be lots of things you can talk about if you really sit down and, and think about, you know, your values. And finally, we finish up this section with Rick Robinson, episode six, who looks at authenticity and transparency. I think um, transparency and honesty um, are things that are achievable with much broader reach online than previous types of communication. Um, I I can think of a a great example of um, an urbanism conference um, which had a panel discussion featuring the chief executive of one of the mass house builders. Um, And the audience gave this person a really tough time because they were attacking the the quality of their developments, the quality of the environments they created. Um, This person, apparently, I wasn't there, I heard about it, but broke down um, and said to the audience, look, um, I got into this business and made it the biggest business I could because I grew up in a really, really rubbish estate in a really tough bit of a a city. My, My childhood was blighted by the environment I grew up in. I've made it my life 
life's mission to give as many people as I can a better chance than I got. If there's something about the way that I'm doing it, please tell me and help me learn from it. But please don't criticize my motivations because they're quite honest ones. Um, and, you know, I, I thought that was, you know, the, the people who had been at that, who told me about it, had been really, really struck by Next up, in terms of topics, and especially in the light of the year that we've all faced, there have been some that have fared better than others. So in this segment, we look at listening and empathy. To kick us off, we have Vanessa Talbot-Brown from episode 13. Read the room and listen to people and then adapt quickly. Don't sit around and contemplate too long because people move on really quickly and what I mean by reading the room and listen is that you have to be empathetic so you know your question was specifically around this crisis so I think what it's um, highlighted is that there is a lot of inequity and people are struggling in their in different ways or they might be enjoying this new way of working you know less commuting etc so it's really highlighted different levels of privilege so you have to be empathetic in the way that you communicate and not make mm. assumptions um and uh i think <laughs> this is a bit random though we were talking yeah. about events and stuff yeah. what i think is quite funny is that obviously we're all learning pretty quickly don't set up Zoom calls and webinars, you know, at 3 p.m. on a Saturday. No one wants to do it. We're all pretty exhausted and staring at our screens. Then we move on to exec coach Pascal Shearer from episode four. So there's a really important one, I think, which is that this is this is not normal times. <laughs> it's pretty obvious yeah. to say, but almost, you know, after three months of lockdown, we can start to feel like this is normal, but it's not. And I would say the main thing is don't come across as being tone deaf in your communications about the issues that people are having. So, you know, I see it quite a lot in in online marketing. You can see that people are doing a marketing campaign that was set up pre-COVID. And those sort of emails are still rolling out as if, you know, with absolutely no reference to the crisis. Yeah. It was strange enough in, in, in March when that happened or in April and you can see that communications had been planned in advance and hadn't been updated. And yeah. it came across as being really tone deaf. And, you know, it's absolutely inexcusable if that's still happening now. But the other thing is that you also can't be just focusing on crisis, crisis management, and not thinking yeah. ahead, you know, for the next 18 months. But it is about relationships and it's about building goodwill what can you offer people how can you support people yeah being a good being a good citizen as a company in the community recognizing that the community has has huge problems and you know we're all in the same storm we're not in the same boat so if you're doing okay then it would seem pretty tone deaf to be going out and announcing your your latest planning approval or your latest competition win or something Mm. knowing that a lot of other people are really are really struggling and people are losing their homes people are losing their loved ones you know it's it's important to be to be very aware of that and all sorts of you know 
things that have been happening recently. It's hard, I, I genuinely think it is hard for, for marketing departments to navigate what they sort of should be saying, should be doing, but it's got to be genuine. It's got to be genuine. And actually, yeah. I think a lot of it's got to be direct. Like, I yeah. think actually a lot of it is actually picking up that phone and talking yeah. to somebody and actually going, how are you? And having that conversation. I don't necessarily think it is a big broadcast message going out going, we're just fantastic because it's kind of, it just doesn't feel right. Absolutely. And I think the messages so, that are going out, anything, the, the companies I see that I appreciate what they're doing in their in their work, which which doesn't necessarily come across as just a marketing message, yeah. but actually where they are promoting other people, promoting other companies, promoting charities, etc. They're showing you know good work that's around. They're showing their values in a different way by using their platform to promote other organisations, yeah. and, and I think other that's. People. You know, it's nice to see when when people are sort of going the extra mile in a in an authentic way. Yeah. So they're not just saying, "Oh, I'm just doing this," but it's all about me. Um, they are actually genuinely trying to be a, a good citizen, and I think that will go that will go a long way. People will remember companies that behave badly, particularly towards their employees, like Weatherspoons, yeah. <laughs> Sports Direct, etc. <laughs> you know, people do remember funny. those things sometimes for a long time. And and also when you think, like you said, about employer, what did you call it? Um, employer brand. Employer branding. How you deal with uh, redundancies is going to leave a legacy. And finally, we finish with Helen Shea and Kristin Bautas from Ashurst and Evershed Sutherland, who talk about keeping close to clients. The one thing companies need to do to market themselves, I would say generally, but um, especially now, is to sell the benefits to your clients. So focus on your customer and what they get out of working with you. But also in this current climate, I would try and hold on to marketing and communications teams. They are the ones that create value and will help see you through these challenging times. Brilliant. And over to you, Helen, what would your one tip be? Yeah, I mean, I fully support Christine in that. There's a lot of truth in that. Um, I, I think for me um, to add to that would be, you know, the, just keep 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 close to your clients. It, it's that simple. Um, yeah. Keep just keep close to them. Keep listening to them, talking to them. Um, you know, ruminating with them, offering them sort of solutions, or you know, finding out what's making them tick at the moment, what's keeping them up at night. You know, just just keep in with them. On to the next topic that we're covering, which is figuring out our goals, our services and our value. To start with, I've got Dara Hearn from Make Architects, which was episode nine, and then she's followed by Renee Odobriak from Hawkins Brown. I would say uh, be very clear about what it is you're trying to convey. Uh, keep it simple, but keep it real. Mm, okay, so I think number one out of everything is um, clarifying what your goals are. Like, what does success look like for you? Because not, you know, nobody has the endless budget that you'd want to spend on stuff like this. So, you know, you really have to be succinct about what you want and how are you going to achieve it and whose help are you going to get to achieve this? And this could be, you know, um, asking an external consultant, like your good self, Io, or um, hiring somebody internal like me, yeah. um, you know, who, and we, you know, we, we will give you different things 
things, right? You know, an external can give you, um, you know, a different perspective on, oh, okay, so, you know, you might be lacking this and this and this skill set in-house, so why don't you consider hiring somebody to do this, but I can help you with this type of collateral. As an example, yeah. or um, you know, somebody in house, you know, we're we are going to be as good as how well we understand your work. So you know, we we kind of have to get bedded in. We we want to get to know you, um, you know, and talk to us. You know, um, we. As I said before, at our best, I think we're, um, you know, the creative critical friend who um, works yeah. with you to, you know, create wonderful bits of collateral and content. From people, yeah. And right now, like, there's an entire ocean of this sort of, you know, endless hues of grey and indulgent, inaccessible writing. And that's such an easy trap to get into. <laughs> but um, I think, you know, now that we aren't able to go to award ceremonies, you can't go to these parties, you know, and, um, you know, talk up your next client, for example. So it would really be silly not to yeah. think about how we look and talk and walk in, um, in your practice. Then we've got Samita Singer from episode 11. So I, I think wherever you are, whether you're a new starter or already have a practice or in the middle of it, I think the one tip you have to be, and I say this to everybody literally, is you have to be true to yourself. You know, you have to think, what are my skills? What, what can I do best? What is it the world needs from me? And now onto our final segment of tips, which is very much about looking forward to the future. We start with communications consultant Celeste Bolte from episode five. I think my one tip would less be about marketing themselves and more about get your house in order. <laughs> I'd say okay. plan and give plan and create good foundations now. Um, obviously look at what you're doing, assess what you've already done and assess where you are and then yeah. find a way to make that better because that's what a lot of studios are doing now and your competition is going to be trickier. And now we move on to Liz Earwaker from Aecom which is episode two, where she talks about agility and empowering your teams on the ground. Remember that you've got multiple facets and multiple tools at your disposable, dispose, at your disposal. Disposal. Yeah, that, that, that you can use effectively at any point. So it's not about, you know, the CEO talking and, and uh, projecting what he thinks. You've got a whole army of marketeers out there. And I'm not talking about you and me, I.O. I'm talking about all those people on the ground that they are your constant face of the business. Yeah. So, you know, always use that, your, that army really to, to help communicate. And that means, you know, you've got to be quick to um, talk to them um, and yeah. let them understand what you're doing as a business, quick to give them the tools, whether that be using social media or, or quick to, to give them, um, you know, events like we've run the online events as I said quick to give them things that they can use they can use to continue having those conversations so yeah you know and at the end of the day you've got to make sure that you've got a brand that you can fall back on to do all this a brand that really does fulfill the promise really you know surviving that is 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 surviving any recession any crisis anything you've got to have really good values then finally we finish up with architect Armos Goldreich with his rallying cry for us all Market, market, market. Um, Fantastic. Really, really seize the moment. Um, it's exciting time, scary. There's a lot of unknowns, um, yeah. not, not only here, uh, around the world. 
Um, but there, but it's. I think it's exciting time, and there's a lot of uh, opportunities, and you just need to to dare a bit. Um, you can take chances. Uh, they're not hugely expensive, and you can quickly modify and, and find 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 your niche. Um, and if you don't try, you'll, you'll you'll never know. Anyway, it's been a crazy year. I've launched a business, launched a podcast, and achieved lots and lots in between. I hope you've enjoyed listening to my podcast this year, and that it's given you ideas about how you can take your built environment marketing forward. Please do leave us a review if you've liked what you've heard, and look out for what we've got to share next year. And here's to twenty twenty one. Thanks for listening to the latest episode of Marketing in Times of Crisis. If you want to know more about things mentioned in the episode, do look at the show notes, which will give you more information about where to find us and also about our show website. In the meantime, I hope you enjoyed it and have a great day. Bye.